Check out bmfcast.com for all our episodes and links to our social things. And for tons of bonus content, head over to patreon.com slash bmfcast. This week on the BAMCast, they called it God's country until all hell broke loose. One star, we're in. All right, welcome to the BAMCast. Hey! BAMCast! <laughs> Episode 443. Ooh. Hell yeah. yeah. Is that the wow. number? No. no. Sorry. Right now. <laughs> uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Matthew. I'm DJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of this year BAMCast is, is we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here and talk about it for the first half, half and then we rate them. Good, bad movies, enjoyable, bad movies. You get one of five jocks. Listen, robot jocks. Robot jocks. Robot jocks. robots in it. It does. And jocks. <laughs> However, there are bad, bad movies. This is a stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags. This is giant bags of trash. Boom. Garbage. Which they belong. Get the fuck out. Yeah. So we're, we're free of spooky month. And we are just doing some shit that we've had piled up on the shelf. We've I got think. piles of stuff. Yeah, piles of stuff to watch. And we're going to watch it. It uh, led us to 1976's Vigilante Force. Right. Uh, that did not make it into Force Month. No. But now it has been watched. It forced its way in. It did. It did. I was, I was thinking of saving it for January Michael Vincent, but... <laughs> <laughs> Can we do a January Michael Vincent? Is there? Can we I find don't some? think there's an inter- I, We watched Van all Michael the Vincent. movies there yeah. were, really. Pretty much. Yeah. They're nice. But uh, <laughs> let's get a quick plot summary of this here movie out of the way, I guess, and talk more about it. Let's get it out of the way. After oil is found in a small town and a local factory shut down, violent crime skyrockets. A young man has had enough and calls in his older brother, a cynical Vietnam vet who cleans the street but then tries to take over the town. Yeah. I didn't know anything about that factory business. That yeah, that first sentence is news to me because this movie doesn't start with anything but well, chaos. They, they, they did well. <laughs> they did mention it. Like, there was talk in the bar because they were like, okay. they were basically like, there's a lot of like local people that have been there a long time. They're out of work, mm-hmm. thus crime, and a bunch uh, of new people who oh, okay. have no respect for the town because they're you know they're new, they're new, and they just there for oil money. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah. So that the, makes sense. They okay. said that the, that's why crime was just crazy. Okay. So yeah, yeah, got some. Some regs in this, yeah. <laughs> Some Bamcast fam, sure. <laughs> yes, fam, as as they're known. Uh huh. At least when we speak to them, yes, we're like your Bamcast fam, right? Uh, yeah. So anyway, director George Armitage. Mm-hmm. He wrote the last of the finest. Yes, a Bamcast extra movie. Correct. He also uh, directed Gross Point Blank mm-hmm. later on in his career, which you would not know by watching this, but yeah, his career's yeah. odd. Yeah, Let's just say that like. He's like doing Terrence Malick style breaks between movies, yeah. and then they're not anything like the last one. So he must just have money and didn't need to work. He just worked when he wanted to. Man, that must be nice. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> Chris Christopherson mm-hmm. of Convoy. Yeah. And also Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. It says for some reason. Okay. Why did you include? Fa- mm-hmm. No Quarters is a video game podcast oh, we do where God's once sake. we talked about Fallout New Vegas. Wait, it, we, we did? We did? I don't think any of us ever really played it. Should have. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I hear. Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and didn't this movie come out like right before A Star is Born? Oh, yeah. Where it's kind of like, oh, oh yeah, Chris Christopherson. 
Yeah. He was not Chris Christopherson yet, no. as far as like movies go. Nope. Uh, Jan Michael Vincent mm-hmm. of Hooper and Alienator. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he was an Alienator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Gleason from Doc Savage. And uh, as Chuck listed, a special surprise guest with seven Bamcast appearances. Mm-hmm. We could just go ahead and spoil and he, that. And he was also in Gremlins. Yes. Also in Gremlins. His most famous oh, role. Phoebe, Phoebe Cates. Yes. Was in this movie. Yes. He was. He. He. <laughs> Phoebe he, Cates. He be Cates. He be Cates. Yeah. <laughs> no, he be Cates. I be not Cates. No, nah, Dick Miller. Yeah. Dick Miller, yes. Dick Miller is in this. Good old Dick Miller. Yep. Briefly. Because this is a Corman production, although this is a Gene, Gene Corman, Corman production. <laughs> is Gene Corman related to? They are brothers. They are brothers. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, oh, so didn't I say that at the beginning of the movie? Yes. I, I, I thought I was, you. I thought you were being knowledgeable. No, no, oh, I was Roger's being dumb. brother. Why would you think that of BJ? <laughs> right? How long have you known him? Occasionally, he I've knows doing a this thing. I've been doing this for nine years, and I still don't know a fucking thing about it. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um. The, yeah. There, I mean, there's some other people in this that mm-hmm. like aren't uh, previous Bavcast alums, but I guess they are now. Like yeah. uh, Bernadette Peters and Victoria Principal. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, the Bernadette. Peter's principal? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'd forgotten that Victoria Principal is super hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She yeah, reminds this you movie of that. reminded me. Yeah. She is constantly in model pose. Like whenever yeah. the camera is on her, she's just like, gee, my hair smells terrific. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, look at me, bounce, behave, you know. Also, her character is an idiot. <laughs> well, the, there, there's one scene where she literally is doing the like the shampoo hair flip. Yeah. Like, like yeah. it cuts to her and she just stands up and goes, whoosh. <laughs> yes. For no reason. No yeah. reason. Other than it looks nice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's dumb. Yeah. It's weird. She asks about, <laughs> there are about four questions she asks in this movie, and they're all like, Were you, did you eat lead paint as a child? <laughs> yeah. And also not go to school? Yeah. Mm. It's a continuing series of questions that mm. almost leads up to when is the 4th of July? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. When yeah. is the 4th of July? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right after the 3rd of July. Oh. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Right before the 5th of July. Mm -hmm. So you guys Uh, remember Bucktown? I was going to say, yeah, this is Bucktown. This is Bucktown. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Except with white people. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Bucktown with white people. Right. So, Fucktown. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. no, no, Actually, no. No. Fuck-O-Town. I don't know. Yes, Fuck-O-Town. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, welcome to (laughs) (laughs) Fuck-O-Town. Welcome to (laughs) Fuck-O-Town. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, it's that. But where Jan Michael Vincent is in the Fred Williamson role, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Chris Christopherson is in the Thomas Rasulala. Rasulala. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're dancing around because, like, oh yeah, that is exactly the. Yeah, yeah it totally yeah. is. Yeah, it's Bucktown. <laughs> yeah, this movie. I mean, there's a lot of things that happen, but like on a plot, <laughs> like a point by point basis. There's not a lot that happens. No, not no. really. That's what's weird. It's like, you know, like to try to describe the plot of this movie, it's real basic. Yep. Uh, but there's cool action things that happen periodically or a lot, actually. First five minutes is a fucking just bar fight extravaganza of yeah. oh, this man. shit town. <laughs> and then like every 10 minutes, there's another bar fight yeah. that lasts five minutes for well, the rest of the movie. Well, at first, okay, so like the opening scene, it is, it's a Donnybrook in a bar and you're like, wow, okay, this is crazy root and tootin' town. There's like gambling happening. There's ladies dancing on tables. People like, getting shot in the street. Yeah, I was going to say, and we're like, wow, this is crazy and kind of fun. And then like, yeah, it just... Oh, yeah, no, someone gets murdered at the bar. Yeah, well, pickup trucks, like, I think it's later, like, the okay. pickup trucks riding down the street just randomly shooting guns in the air. Right. It was like, oh, maybe I don't want to go to this town. Yeah, and they murder a police car. Mm-hmm. They they throw a Molotov cocktail into it and just shoot it with shotguns. Until well, that's after, throw, like, that's after defenestrating the, the 
the poor cop that tried yes. to break up the Donnybrook. Correct. Mm-hmm. And then I think they like, killed this car. a bunch of cops in that first scene. They're like four or five cops died well, or something like that. It's another scene after the water main break where the sheriff is just like, golly gee, it's so wacky here in, in not Bucktown. And, you know, that's <laughs> when like it seems like a bank robbery happens or something and cops chase after them and they get shotgunned to death because they don't know how to hide behind anything. People in this movie don't know how to take cover. No. They think that you get in front of the cover. Yes. That's bad. Don't do yeah. that. But everyone's surprisingly good-natured about Crime Town. Like, how this isn't a just a... People react very nonchalantly <laughs> to murder. <laughs> yes. I mean, there's no other way to put it. They're just like, huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I, I gotta wonder, like, the National Guard's been around for a while, right? I mean, we've had that. I think so, yeah. For many years, sure. right? And I just, I, I, it's weird to me. I'm that, willing like, to say, yes, before the 70s, the yes, National Guard I mean, existed. I would say at least yeah. before the 70s. But the 70s really acted like, nah, if shit goes wrong in your town, you're fucked. Yeah. Ain't nobody coming to help you. Yeah, no one even makes a phone call. Like, yeah, like nobody, like, remotely even says, like, maybe we should, like, shit's gone real bad here. Like, maybe call in the National Guard. Yeah. Like, let's have some martial law here. They don't mind shooting American citizens. <laughs> it's just, yeah. Yeah, I but mean, I mean they're just, in California. It's not like they're in like Montana exactly. or some lawless land. It's fucking California. I, just, I feel like we we went through a lot. We've got been through a lot of these movies where it's like, dude, fucking call someone. Yeah, like, well, they do. Well, they do because, because yeah, their their genius idea is, hey, Jan Michael Vincent, your brother was in Nam. Yeah, we we get a little bit of like you know hanging out, getting to know the people in town and all this stuff, and you know, Jan Michael Vincent is just smiling his fucking toothy almost Dennis Quaid style smile he's all real throughout happy town. Yeah. and just and then just like oh man things are bad and man these cops got shot right in front of me and like you know <laughs> while I was trying to take my daughter to school because like he, he owns like a tractor repair business does, or something yeah. like that and he's got a daughter and is and a dead wife so mm-hmm. it's just him but he's you know he's doing all right because he's dating Victoria Principal yeah. and um, yeah. and then it's like you know all that's well and good and you know he has a session where he goes to see her and she's like staying in some weird boarding home or something like that yeah so like there, there's all this like setup where it's like, oh, look at this town, but also it's shitty. But look, it's nice, too. And also it's shitty. And it's then just it, flavor. And then just the, the cops get murdered on the street in front of him while his uh, employee is shielding his his daughter yeah. from the gunfire. And another random bystander gets shot. And then he's just like, oh, man, I got to go talk to the sheriff. We've had enough. We need you need help. And he's like, I've got a force of four now at this point. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, then we need to call in some people. And he's like, what about my brother? He's he's a war hero. Yeah, and they're like, I don't know. He mm, he caused some trouble. Everyone basically tries to talk him out of it, and he's just like, No, who else are you gonna call? It's like, Fine, you make a point. Good so, point. <laughs> so he goes to like, I guess L.A. I think his brother's working on like LAX something. Guarding That's a, what it, I mean. It looks like LAX. guarding a blimp or but, something like that. But they didn't show that iconic, yeah, domey looking thing. Right, so it, the warehouse. Yeah, but like uh, hangar, I believe is what they're called. <laughs> Whatever. Plain yeah. warehouse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome to Plain Warehouse. We have Discount planes. white sheets. <laughs> Whoa. 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 Sorry. Whoa. I, was, I was trying to think of like plain housewares, and that was the first thing that was like linens. That means and then something I was totally move on different. To furniture, white furniture, uh-huh. and white carpets, right. and white plates. Right. A white room with white curtains. With black curtains. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway moving on. right, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, all right. Um, but yeah, and he just, he kind of reluctantly agrees to this, but he, he's like, come back at three o'clock, meet me at this place we once went. And yeah, at meet first, me at the Bamboo Club. Yeah, at first he was like, you know, he's going to recruit Chris Christopherson. And in his mind, in the matter of hours from when he first meets him in the hangar to meeting him at this shitty bar, 
He's gone, well, let me call in all, all of my nom buddies, mm-hmm. and I'm going to bring your entire police force with you, a vigilante force, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, he's like, here's six guys that I, you know, I did some tours with. Um, yeah, we're going to be your police force. And they just all roll in and get... They get sworn in. Yeah, and... get sworn in and appointed deputies. And and for like a day or two, they're kind of riding around trying to stop some bar fights and other random shit happening in the street. Man, there's this what these like there's this one drunk guy that this other guy hates and he fights him for a while and they fight for a long time and then Chris Christopherson breaks it up and throw them both in the back of the truck and they keep fighting in the back of the truck and then they spill out of the truck and keep fighting and mm-hmm. <laughs> it just goes on and on mm-hmm. and on. Yeah. But he's he's playing the good guy for sure. like a, a couple of days. Yeah. And then it's and then immediately he's like calls in some shady casino dude or something like that yeah and this is the first time where it's like oh he's got some other business going on because he calls on this guy he's like hey you cut me in and you know you can open this casino at this old roadhouse and blah 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 and this guy's just i'm gonna make some calls i'm gonna get some tables and cages and yeah roulette wheels and we're gonna fucking go to town yep um while he's still kind of pretending to be a good cop he uh meets bernadette peters who's singing in this shit bar yes um, singing very badly. Yeah, which is weird because like they were like she can sing. She has albums. Yeah, Bernadette Peters is, is a singer, yeah. and they were like making her sing off key. Dick Miller playing the piano. This is his brief appearance in the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, the so this bar, the area where the area where she's singing, <laughs> the area where she's singing. Oh yeah, uh huh. Um, that songbird was a singing. <laughs> Is like the normal bar area, and mm-hmm. it's it's got some fantastic like red wallpaper. But the back room that you can access through the employees only door yeah. is where there's all sorts of fucking gambling. Like every single kind of back room illegal gambling that you can imagine is going on there. Mm-hmm. Right? And this is the front room, which is the front for, just for normal folk, for yeah. normal folk, for drinking yeah. and listening to singing. But yeah. they make fun of her being a bad singer for a while and there's actually some pretty good jokes yeah because like mm-hmm. there's two guys watching her and then one's just like well it's the doorman yeah the doorman's like I- i'm just waiting for her to sing and he's like well, you know you got to go out and do your job or whatever he's like he's like but i want to hear her sing and he's like well if, if that happens i'll come out and get you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean it's it's shitty because they're making fun of this lady who actually can sing that's having to not be able to sing yeah. in this it's, movie. It's like Marky Mark and Boogie Nights. Right. It's just like the struggle to like... I don't I, know. Except I don't I'd know I'd say more can't. Julianne Moore in Boogie Nights. Okay. Where she's actually a good actress who has to oh. pretend to be a bad actress. Sure. Yeah, because we don't really know how Marky Mark sings. I'm, I'm guessing not well. You do remember he wasn't a singer. He was like, come on, come on. Yeah. Feel it. Feel it. Right. That's just him talking. I, right. I know, but at least he could talk on key. Right. <laughs> anyway. Could he? he? I think he did. Yeah. Okay. What? He's Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> come on. <laughs> um, but he, uh, Chris Christopherson and him and her just like immediately hit, hit it off, I mm. guess, sort of. It's just like, hey, you two talk. And this starts <clears throat> my favorite dumb joke that they do in this movie where he sits down at the bar. She just kind of like tries to blow him off. And then when she finally makes eye contact, she's like, hey, I know you like Wichita Airport 1972. And she's like, I was in Vietnam all 1972. Wasn't me. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, OK. <laughs> and then they go back. They go back to like this hor- hotel horror motel. Like mm-hmm. literally, it's like it's just 
It's the yeah. It's a it's fucking horror motel. yeah. It's a horror motel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's fucking weird too. But like beyond that, it's got a bunch of like mannequins outside. And yeah, there's a, yeah. There's a weird dude who's just like they're like, hey, that's funno, and he's like, well, he walks. <laughs> they walk by, and they're like, have fun, and she's like, hee hee, that's fun. And there's like all these weird like <laughs> you know seventies like uh, tourist trap statues outside, like you know Paul Bunyan style bullshit. You mm-hmm. know, like things that would get you in the seventies. Yeah. It's like the entirety of South of the Border in one hotel. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> accurate. It's all the bullshit. Anyway, like, so, you know, of course they do what you do in a shitty hotel like this. And then you the fuck, next you, yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. You watch cable? Yes. <laughs> you fix yeah. the cable. Yeah. You complain that room service hasn't shown up yet? <laughs> the, the rooms are filthy, but there's the ice is free. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, oh, no, ice is free. <laughs> Run. Uh, but, yeah, and then, like, in the morning, he's just, like, putting on his boots and basically goes, goes outside to... His vigilante cops showing up to like toss this place and, and throw everyone out. Yeah. And he just kind of like joins in and is like, yep, we're doing this. And like they're they're busting in rooms like get out and then just shotgunning the room. Yeah, They're just like, we're going to murder this hotel room. <laughs> and then he gets to her and, and she's like, what the hell? And he's like, you're on my team now. Yeah. And that's like the end of it. Next thing you know, she just like lives with him. Like there was a whole other scene where he took over this ranch. Yeah. Like somebody they knew. Well, had they a offered ranch. the vigilantes a uh, housing costs, right. and and he said, you know, that he would take the ranch if the city would pay for it. And sure. J. Michael Vincent was like, yeah, anything you want, just clean up the town. He's right. like, all right. But yeah, so she just like is kind of sort of kidnapped out to this ranch. Yeah. But she's just acting all spacey and weird about it the whole time. Yeah. But again, she does. She meets somebody else before the casino Michael, guy. The casino guy is like, oh, I know you. Like 1968, something, 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 and he's like. I was in prison that entire year, yeah. and, and she's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, <laughs> and then it all pays off. We're going to skip ahead just because I want to continue this joke. Go ahead. When she finally meets Jan Michael Vincent mm-hmm. at one point, he walks up to her and goes, "Hey, I know you." Like 1971, <laughs> something, something, something. She's like, "Oh, you remembered?" <laughs> and that's the end of the fucking joke. Yep. Like, it, <laughs> as yeah. we were pointing out, it was just this weird superpower <laughs> where she thought she. Re- he actually says, "Like, oh, she thinks she remembers everybody." Yeah. But she remembers them in the grossest ways. It's like I had sex with you in this in the bathroom, in this airport bathroom. <laughs> What's gross about that? Well, uh, uh, several things. Yeah. A, there's usually some dude in there, like you know, whore bathing in the airport bathroom. Whore bathing. <laughs> well, you know, I I don't know what else you want to call it, but you know, just like that that traveler bathing where you're like, I'm just gonna get in a sink and <laughs> scrub my balls, tits and pits. <laughs> <laughs> <That's Yeah. laughs> But yeah. I do like I do we like call that the special. Oh yeah, <laughs> I do like the one bit where she's sitting outside just playing guitar, and Chris Christopherson rolls up, and she's like, "You want to hear a song?" And he just pr- walks right by her, and goes, "Nope." nope. <laughs> there is one song where she's she's plucking at yeah. the guitar, kind of actually singing. By correctly. the end, she's gotten good at it, yeah. and then it's over for her. Well, <laughs> well, I think she finally learned how to sing, and is like, "I'm getting out of this shit town." Yeah. Um. But yeah, so he's turning evil, kind of kidnapped her. Um, and they, they've opened up a, a roadhouse mm-hmm. on the outskirts of town, uh, which is their their casino, right? Uh, that where they're making all the money. They're shutting everything else down just so this place can thrive, right? Um, but yeah, his uh, J. Michael Vincent's uh, employee guy, yeah. gets like he's doing well at blackjack and like he wins like he he triple split sevens in blackjack or something like that and wins all three or something like that. Yeah, he gets three queens in a yeah. row. On, he gets three face cards in a row on all his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, it, by the way, his buddy is Andrew Stevens, who 
it, it's really weird watching this because like if you watch any erotic thriller in the 80s or 90s it either stars andrew stevens or jan michael vincent so the two of them being buddies in this is really strange that they just teamed up later to fuck shannon tweed in every movie made that came out to video stores so yeah yeah. Well, speaking of uh, ladies like that, while he's gambling, uh, we get a brief appearance by Lonnie Anderson, yeah. who just comes in and goes like, look, tits. Right. She's peaches. Peaches. Yeah, peaches. peaches. <laughs> Not blonde, by the way. Oh. Yeah. Which throws you at first, but then it's like, oh, you have cheekbones. You are Lonnie Anderson. <laughs> right. I recognize you. But yeah, and they basically just take him outside and rough him up. Like, they're like, oh, you're doing really well. You want to come to a special game, which is just they lure him outside, just kick the shit out of him. And then <laughs> yeah. Chris Christopherson shows up and like beats the fuck out of his cop buddies yeah. is like his, his soldier buddies. And then, like, rescues this kid when it's like, well, that's that took a weird turn. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's kind of justified. He, he's like, look, leave it up to us. Yeah. You know, don't do this shit. You're well, getting... Was it was it was it his friends or was it bouncers? It was bouncers. It okay. was not his. OK, cop okay. Buddies. okay. It wasn't his. Cop yeah. Buddies. OK. But yeah. So he's like, look, leave this up to the cops. We can get away with it. Besides, it, it, who cares if he was winning? He's still going to come back. Yeah, and then we get his money. Well, so. he, even though like, he has this thing, he's like, you know, how much have you made tonight? He's like five thousand dollars in the first hour. And yeah. he's like, and you're sweating one ki- kid winning. Yeah. And then Fuck they're off. just my man. Yeah. <laughs> just high five. And it's like, all right, yeah. let's go inside. But this is like the first instance of like somebody going like, yeah, that's real weird that he didn't. He knew about this roadhouse and didn't shut it down. And yeah, he, but. But now earlier, so like he went to the the bank manager mm-hmm. and demanded a $10,000 loan and he just said, you know, here's my form, which just had his name on it. The bank manager was like, no, we in the banking industry need more than this. And he's just like, hey, look out the window. And, and like this car comes whipping by and almost runs someone over. And he's like, boy, it'd be a shame if that happened to you. So he gets the loan, from my understanding, mm-hmm. and then sends a guy to run over the bank manager anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that's how it works. If the bank manager dies, then your loans are forgiven. Oh, oh yeah. it's sort of like if like you're in college and your roommate kicks it. You yeah, get you get a straight A's. Right. Right. I, I think it's very similar. Like, okay. so yeah, just pro banking, tip all you people out there are weird. that are, you know, <laughs> crippled in debt with student loans or whatever. No, like, no, no. Just, stop. Stop the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying tra- travel back in time to the yes. 70s. Okay, fine. And find a giant car and run run the bank loan manager over. It doesn't work now because cars now will just crumble. They figured it out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. They hit a bank manager and just fall apart. Yeah. It's just like, what are you going to do? Hit him with no, a your Prius? car will just yeah. auto break. Yeah. Yeah. You can't hit it. Right. right. You try. And yeah. it just back in my work. day, the auto would just break your bones yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah and also at this time uh paul gleason has been going around threatening yeah and trying to you know doing the whole hey nice shop you got here <laughs> shame something like he menaces he menaces the shitty diner which is run by old prospector mm-hmm. and is, is yeah. that the guy from blazing saddles i don't know it sure looks like him. I, I don't know but also um Shaky is his name, by the way. Uh, yeah. Shaky. So <laughs> they <laughs> they also shake down the town bicycle shop, like a pro bike shop. Like yeah. this town has 12 people in it and they're all criminals. But yet, for some reason, they think they're still going to be selling 10 speeds to people. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, when you can't get around. Yeah. So, yeah, they, they, they shake those places down. And again, it kind of gets back to J. Michael Vincent. He's like, look, I... You know, my brother probably knows what he's doing. I just, you just, you yeah, know. he just he continues to celebrate. Why don't you tell, have you talked to Aaron about it? Yeah. And they're like, I think Aaron's the one doing it. Yeah. He's, he's like, like, oh, you should probably go talk to him about it. Then. Yeah. I'm sure he'd appreciate just hearing your yeah. hearing your accusations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, oh, man, because then what happens is people start to act like he's in on it. People are kind of giving Jan Michael Vincent some shit. Yeah. Like, hey, your brother's here fucking shit up and you did this. Um. 
And I, th- I think the pinnacle of it is when there's just like some sort of picnic going on and a bunch of dudes are like, hey, let's cockfight. And it's just, you know, <laughs> well, no, they, they don't say no, that. No, no, like, no. They, yeah. yeah. But it's like an impromptu <laughs> cockfight. So no one is no one is at the cockfight. Hey, ring. dude, if you're at <laughs> well, a picnic, they- you've got to have your cock ready all the time. <laughs> You, just, yeah. you never know what's going to happen. That's, I mean, yeah. they did have a cockfighting pit. Mm-hmm. Right. But they and, were It's not. No and, one was hanging out at and it. And cocks. They, yes, they did have both so, those things. So it was a premeditated <laughs> cockfight. Well, the one Antoine Sugar guy gets up and is like, let's do a cockfight. And, like, yeah. and what are you going to do? Say no? <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they do that. And then the uh, Chris Christopherson and gang roll up, and he just goes over and murders the chickens. Yeah, he just kind of walks over. He's like, what's going on here? And then just <laughs> blam, blam to both chickens. Yeah. And then he's just like, give me all the money. And they're like, the hell you say. And then this one guy tries to rush him. And he gets gets fucking flat out murdered. Like in plain view, just murdered. And then it's just more Donnybrook action. Mm -hmm. And then they're basically like, all right, we beat you the fuck up. Give us all the money. But for some reason, Victoria Principal was at this uh, event, even though J. Michael Vincent Vincent wasn't. No. So she basically comes back and reports like, yeah, you know, he just came in and fucking murdered some dudes and the chickens. Yeah. And J. Michael is like, well, I'm sure there's probably a good reason for it. Maybe we'll talk to the sheriff. I don't know. Um, so Chris Christopherson, Christopherson has also easy for you. To say. Yeah, has also broken into the sheriff's Aaron. office. Aaron has broken into the sheriff's office to steal his his prescription pad. Purchase <laughs> <laughs> order yeah. book. Right. And he has used it to order. Fucking the army I think that was actually like the very first thing he did that yeah, was like, oh, what that. the fuck is this sh- shady shit? Yeah. So yeah. for the longest time, they've had like super weapons mm-hmm. just at their compound, but they haven't broken them out yet. Right. Um, and eventually the the sheriff, the sh- he gets a phone call like, why'd you order anti-tank missiles? And he's mm-hmm. like, what? I didn't do that. That's dumb. And they're like, check your book. And he, che- he goes and it's not there. And he's like, hmm, I'll have to get back to you. Yeah. Things were really different back then, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Where police chief was like. Wait, we bought a tank? <laughs> we have bazookas? Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Now what do we need with a bunch of here bazookas? It, yeah. Nowadays, they're like, wait, we don't have bazookas? Yeah, we should Why don't bazookas. we have bazookas? We We're cops. Bazookas. I ordered 60 of those, and this <laughs> yeah. this only shows 10. <laughs> yeah. I need zooks. <laughs> so, yes, that's what the kids call them. The zooks. zooks. Yeah. Give me the zooks. Gadzooks. Yeah. So he goes off. Gads of Zooks. The sheriff goes to the farm to to investigate in the dead of night. Um, luckily or unluckily, two minutes before they all roll up, he finds the weapons and is just like, <laughs> right. And then is immediately found by the bad guys who are, you know, uh, he, he just they murder him. They Yeah. Chris Christopherson and- is just like, all right, draw. <laughs> basically mm-hmm. and he's like i'm not gonna draw i'm not gonna do it and then he tries to anyway and he just gets murdered mm-hmm. and uh bernadette peters m- witnesses this yeah she's just hanging out outside and is like oh dear <laughs> you've murdered the sheriff <laughs> i have this information you shot the sheriff and you're the deputy right uh they they throw him in the creek bed and eventually like jan michael vincent finds him because, well, he, because Bernadette Peters tells him. Right. Yeah. The, yeah. He, the next day, he goes to, yeah. Jan Michael Vincent goes to the Bas- ranch. Yeah, basically, because Victoria like, Principal told him basically about the cockfighting. Like, well, yeah, what's the deal with the cockfight? And then Bernadette Peters just like grabs her suitcase and guitar case and is like, you're taking me into town. Yeah. And like, you know, at first there's a little bit of a struggle and, you know. Yeah. Because there was a backstory thing where is, I guess they were both pursuing the lady that became his wife that died in yes. childbirth. Yes. Um, And that's the only time he ever fought him was over her or right. something or other. and. And so there's like when she, there's a standoff briefly, he's like, "Were well, you going to fight a real woman again?" Mm-hmm. And then 
He just kind of leaves that lasts him. half a second. Yeah, and about yeah. and when they get out of like, out of distance, she's like, "Yeah, you know, pretty sure he murdered the sher- sheriff last night and threw like, him in the creek bed." Yeah. So <laughs> so do- drops her off at the bus station, and that's the end. We see her. her. Yes. She, she, hopefully, she made it out of. Yeah. Time. She basically mm-hmm. just goes like, "When's the next bus out of here?" And she's gone. She's out of the movie. Yep. Hopefully, safe. But yeah. um, Jan Michael Vincent, they he and Victoria Principal walk the creek bed, and they find him. Mm-hmm. They put him in the bed of his truck and drive him into town. And it's like, uh, Mr. Mayor, here he is. And but all the the bad guys are there. Mm-hmm. And Jan Michael, v- Jan, Ma- Jan Michael Vincent is like, it was my brother. He did this. And <laughs> well, well, he says he, the, the sheriff's like, oh, man, we're going to have to we're going to have to find the murderers. And Jan Michael Vincent's basically like, yeah, about that. <laughs> and then he's like, hold on, Aaron, I guess you're in charge now. Yeah, you're the new sheriff. We need to find who murdered the old sheriff. Mm-hmm. And that's when Jan Michael Vincent's like, well, uh, we don't have to look far. Yeah. Kind of over there, and, and the sheriff's like, Aaron's oh, like wait, uh, near, near. <laughs> yeah, the, the mayor is, and the mayor is just like, don't let your personal drama get into this. Yeah, it's weird too because like the the implication is that the mayor is allowing all this to happen, but mm-hmm. it's net they never put that together. Not really. Like no. they never show it. He just acts all weaselly the whole time, but you never implicitly see them working together. Yeah, yeah. But Jan Michael Vincent is just like, I'll show you, and takes off. Now he still what, has the dead yeah, shirt. I was going to say, it's like, it's very unclear when they're all just like, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't him, and then he just gets back in his truck and they start to drive away, and it's like, the the dead sheriff's held in the back. Pretty, yeah. pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is when things ramp up to ridiculous speed. <laughs> yeah, because, <laughs> yeah. like, as if he hasn't done enough shitty stuff, there's also this, whole, I'm just going to mention it because it comes into play later. Mm-hmm. They, they've been, like, ramping up that the 4th of July is coming because, like, his daughter came out in, like, an Uncle Sam American flag costume yeah. thing. And there's talk of, like, a parade. And when he was still the good sheriff, they're like, we want to make you the grand marshal of the parade and stuff. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, because you're cleaning up the town when he was to Chris Christopherson when he was still acting good. Yeah. Um, I only say that because, like, now it's just like, oh, all bets are off. Everyone knows he's fucking evil. And he's about to ramp up the evil. Give him, like, some very unnecessary need to murder him even harder because... I guess Victoria Principal is a school teacher. It was never really established. They, yeah. they mentioned something about her having class in the well, morning, and I thought it was like because she's so young, she was going yeah. to class. But what happens first, real briefly, oh, okay. is they break in on on the two of them and the old lady at the house. Oh, right. Having dinner. Yeah. yeah. And like, that's when Paul Gleason and the other guys come in. They're just like, oh, we're going to beat the shit out yep. of you. And he says, right. you're not on the protected list anymore. Yeah. Or tell your he tells Victoria Principal, he's like, tell your boyfriend when he wakes up. Mm-hmm. He's not on the protected list anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's when he's like, all right, fuck all this. Yeah, they because then he, with a bat. he leaves there and drives back to his garage, which is on fire. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. They also burned down his building. Yes. And this okay. they have burned down his his they've, his source of income. Yes. So they've they've burned his building up. Now, the line that Chris Christopherson gives at this point is all the fuel this movie needs. Yeah. It's because he just pops up behind Jan Michael Vincent, who is watching his business burn to the ground. And he says, looks like you should have hired some vigilante firefighters and then walks away. And I'm like, that is the fucking biggest dick line I've ever heard. Yeah. Fuck you. Fuck everything. Murder him right now. Yeah, Two brothers. Let's fight. Except he's about to one up the, the, yeah. the dick line yeah. and dick move. Yes. Libertarians are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> but mm-hmm. yeah, so he beats the shit out of him while he's having dinner. And then burns out his business. Mm-hmm. Very next day, I don't know why, but it, he has Paul Gleason kidnapped. Yeah. Paul, well, it's because principal. she. Okay, so he's hanging out at the playground at the school where she's working, I ostensibly guess. selling drugs to kids, but probably is just there to lure her in. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
yeah, she's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, ah, I brought lunch for my kid. And she's like, which one's your kid? All of them. And she's like, what do you have there? And it's jelly beans. <laughs> yeah, she pulls out like a handful of a handful of bags of yeah. pretty colored pills. Yes. And uh, he's just like, get in the car. And yep. he, he drives her to Aaron. And Aaron is just like, and he's just hanging out. Like, I don't understand the the meetups in this. Yeah. Where it's just like, because they didn't have cell phones and shit. Yeah. Like, he's just like, hey, meet me down in this quarry by a railroad track. <laughs> right. Or something. Yep. And because like, he's just like, get out of here. And he basically just, he doesn't mince words at all with her. He's just like, I'm gonna kill you know you. what? I'm going to kill you. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen some shit. Don't try to bother saying anything. I'm just going to kill you. And then she's like, yeah, right. And then it's like, well okay, you're fucking crazy, so I believe you, and starts to turn and run away, mm-hmm. and then he just, like, kind of does, like, the... He has two moments of, I wish I didn't have to do this. Well, he does the thing that the dude does in Moonraker, when the girl runs away, where he's kind of yeah. like, mm, maybe I'm gonna kill you. Yeah. Maybe not. All right, yeah, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, yeah. He also kind of does, like, the rigs, like, mm-hmm. or Murtaugh. Murtaugh does yes. the... Sorry. Yeah. yeah. He's, Rig- the neck roll. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he just does that, like, in, you know, yep. it's just been revoked thing, and then, like, shoots her in the back. Yes. And just, she's dead. And then cut to funeral and J. Michael Vincent's there and the whole town's weeping over her. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like driving his daughter home and Chris Christopherson's hanging out on his French porch. Yeah. And and it, basically like first he's like, you know, the only reason you're not dead is because you're my brother, right? Yeah. And then and J. Michael Vincent is like, yeah, no. And then like his, you know, he hasn't told his daughter. So his daughter's being real friendly, which is awkward and weird that like, it's just, yeah. like, you know, like, yeah, stop that. Like, don't touch him. Don't <laughs> look was, at him. Yeah. At least like, be like your uncle's a piece of shit. Don't talk to him. Or anymore. just be like, you know, your uncle and I are having some problems. Yeah. Go it's best. You just stay away from him <laughs> yes. for a little while. I think, like, I, I think at this point you could be like, your, your uncle's a fucking murderer. So yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's weird how calm Jan Michael Vincent is yeah. throughout this. But the the dick move of dick moves is he's like, I'm real sorry I wasn't at her funeral because he had said it earlier about his dead wife that I'm real sorry I didn't make her funeral. And he's yeah. like, real sorry I wasn't at her funeral. I guess I'm making a habit of that. <laughs> and then fucking walks off. And it's just like... It's like, holy God, fuck you, man. Yeah. <laughs> you need to yeah. die so and I mean, hard. And the thing is, like, he has basically <laughs> removed everything from this guy's life that's important except the daughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that is literally the only thing he has left. Well, it's we, funny we, because, like, when they got back from the funeral and she launched out of the truck, we're like, oh, fuck, that's right. He has a daughter. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Don't murder the I daughter, mean, too. He sends her up to, in the house by herself that we were all kind of half <laughs> expecting the house to explode. Yeah. Because was like, how much more fucking evil can this guy be? Yeah. Because still, we have not seen any of the military grade weapons. Right. So, like, mm-hmm. did they rig the house to explode? Like, what are they, what, what, what's the next dick move? Because, like... Jan Michael Vincent is not acting pissed. Mm-mm. It's like, yeah. what's it going to take, man? Oh, he's pissed. He yeah, is, but, but he's just yeah, internalizing but, but he, it. Yeah, he's he's not really. It's it's not like Gary Busey and Eye of the Tiger. Where like, <laughs> no, you dragged my wife's <laughs> fucking corpse around behind your bike. I'm yeah. going to murder all yeah. of you. I'm going to shove a di- stick and of I'm going to enjoy killing ass. you. Yeah, <laughs> it, like he's just like, well, if we have to fight, we're going to have to fight, brother. You know, and it's like. No, he just fucking murdered your girlfriend. Yeah. He's he burned down your place of business. He burned down your place of business. Like he has said two dick lines to you. <laughs> yeah, it's like what the fuck else do you, do you need? Yeah. But his plan now is like it's all happening on the 4th of July and it's weird because like he's he's gathered his own little small vigilante army here. There's a dumb local militia who yeah. like to get together and just shoot at targets. Yeah, mm. yeah they're like we like muzzle loading muskets or you know yeah. <laughs> like and then they're all wearing horn hats and shit. Yeah. Hats and shit. Coonskin cap. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, it's just it's real fucking weird. But mm-hmm. yeah, they just meet out in this quarry and shoot muskets. I guess. Yeah. Um, hey, it's a good time. Don't knock it. All right, it works. <laughs> I guess. But yeah, he just kind of gets them all together, and I, and I, I actually kind of appreciate that. It's like it. It only shows you like the end of a speech is like everyone's got to do exactly what we say. Any one person could, could get us all killed. All right, ready, break. Right. You know, <laughs> and it's just. But he's like, also saying this to a group of like six people. Half of them are like the old couple that run the boarding house, and it's mm-hmm. just like, what? Oh like, yeah, the prospector is, dudes there. Yeah, the yeah. weird, the weird like prospector lady that runs the boarding house because like she's a piece of work too. She's always in like overalls and smoking on a cigarette. It's just like like when he rolls up with a six pack of uh, PBR to to court Victoria Principal, she's like. You would have had to bring a case of that to get in my pants back in my day. Ah. You know, kind of lady. It's so funny, too, because he does not share that beer. <laughs> he's like, he this doesn't. beer's mine. <laughs> well, he asked her if she wanted one. She's like, no. Uh, and then he just she downed lightly declined. And then he took a swig and then made out with her. <laughs> You're going to get this beer one way or the other. Yeah. Blah. Well, yeah. So, like, they've got this plan, and it's all coinciding around the 4th of July pr- parade, because yeah. I guess they're like... They what? make a break for it in the middle of the parade. They, like, sabotage the, the tractor to shut down so they could push it into an alley. Mm-hmm. And then they all just jump in a pickup truck and, like, let's go. Yeah, and it's weird because, like, I guess they were going to go take down their strong, you know, stronghold or whatever yeah. because they thought they were going to be in the parade. Mm-hmm. But the evil cops are like, well, we're going to use the parade as a distraction to rob the payroll. Yeah. You know, They're going to blow up the bank and, yeah. and take the town payroll. That's, so, that's so the like they're loading up bazookas and shit while they're wearing marching band uniforms. <laughs> like, like, like the whole rest of this movie, like the evil cops are in like fucking bright red marching band outfits. It's <laughs> mm-hmm. the weirdest goddamn thing. It's very strange. And Christopherson keeps it keeps his dumb band hat on mm-hmm. the whole time. <laughs> it's but, so like they're loading all this shit up into a van and then like they've been scoping the place out. And they're like, oh, wait, they're here. And then just to blow the element of surprise, Jan Michael Vincent's like, Aaron. And then like they're like. You know, throw down your weapons or we're coming in. We're going to give you two minutes. And then, like, they all scatter and grab guns. And he's like, well, light them up. Yep. And this just begins the final shootout, which at first we were like, because it's weird. Like, the vigilante cop people are on one side. Mm -hmm. Then the casino dude and a whole bunch of prostitutes are, like, (laughs) hanging out in one house. (laughs) And they're just having this whole party because, like, when the shit goes down, he's like, turn off that fucking music, Raquel. And, um, (laughs) And so, like... The shootout begins and they all like they all dive inside and, like they're they're not really part of it. The mm-hmm. the casino dude at one point decides like, oh, I'm gonna grab a gun and join in and promptly get shot. Like he's the only dude that like gets shot from a distance accurately. He he's the he's the first dude that J. Michael yeah. Vincent murders. Yeah. But then like <laughs> they, they manage to miss like all the cops from a distance, yeah. even though they have, you know, hunting rifles with scopes and everything. Mm-hmm. But they do manage to blow the fuck up out of their van yes. that was loaded with what all bazookas and other shit they hit it was the loaded with like a thousand gallons <laughs> yeah. of gasoline yeah. yeah so that blows up real good and then mm-hmm. everybody just scatters and they've got this plan like it, it surprisingly works like they're they're running around and like you know luring people out except the weirdest play like so they they will basically like f- you know filter out a few dudes and take out a couple of the bad guys and like a couple of the good guys get killed like you know but it's scattered you really don't they, they see do get kind of get scattered but like eventually they're like all right get to the bridge and like everyone runs across Whoa, the bridge. hold on oh, no. before the bridge okay because the first whatever cop goes out first a lady runs across with a molotov cocktail oh, right, and sorry. chucks it at this one dude and he fucking goes up like a nuclear blast yeah. <laughs> it's and it, then it's weird because wasted. like that dude was made of nitroglycerin <laughs> yeah. it's weird because like you know you usually see like that shot of like you know the burning man yeah. thing like you know we've got the whatever they fucking put on him was like the craziest accelerant I've ever seen because yeah. it was just like 
it was just cascading. Flames were cascading off. Yeah, of I didn't think we were going to see a dude come out of those flames. Right. I thought they just cut to a, a you know, like a, a bucket explosion. And I got to say, that shot ended quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> he oh, went, that he dude went, went up. up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that dude went up and we're like, all right. These dudes are going to get wrecked. He's like those old YouTube videos of like people putting pinatas just full of nitroglycerin and coated (laughs) and like dousing them in gasoline and then being shocked when they go up and it's just like, yeah, and it's just gone in like half a second. (laughs) Yeah. Like when dudes would hit landmines with sledgehammers. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's see what happens here. (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Back when the Internet was still nothing. It's not the the downward. It's the when you step off of it. Yeah. You know. Like, so hitting with but a they're sledge- still hitting. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, if you hit it with a sledgehammer and kept it there, you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, but no, you could just never leave. Uh, yeah, just yeah. like uh, stay here. But forever. yes, I'm sorry, I forgot about the quick ticket to Burning Man, yeah. the express pass man. to Burning Man. My God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but, like, yeah, they're on this bridge. Yeah, they're all like, like, scatter and run across this bridge, and they, it, it's this again, not getting behind cover. They're just no. on this like shitty bridge. It's weird. Somehow not dying because like. Almost everybody runs across the bridge normal, and then Jan Michael Vincent like stays behind. And, th- and we've had a shot; they've cut to a lady who's like there with the detonator, just waiting to go. And we're like, <laughs> "Oh, they're about to, you know, river quiet this fucking bridge here." Yeah. And they are, except it's really weird because like he does the thing where he runs halfway across the bridge and just jumps over into this creek that was just a little bit further down. You would think, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he fell a lot further than I <laughs> yeah. thought he would. <laughs> but like that looked like it kind of hurt. One yeah. dude, is it Paul Gleason? Yes, is that his, it's yeah, Paul, Gleason. Paul Gleason comes running, like gets to the edge of the bridge, and they for whatever reason set it off for just him. Yeah. And yeah, this thing fucking splinters. Like they throw yeah. a tumble dummy <laughs> across the <laughs> yeah. screen. It's real good. Yeah, fuck him and his dumb yeah. shirt. He's dead, dead. <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, two dudes have gone up real good, yeah. and there's three or four bad guys left. Right. Um, and they decide to run basically into the oil field. Well, before no, before that, they're okay. running through the buildings, and Chris Christopherson is shooting rockets at mm-hmm. wherever the good guys are. Um, yeah, and just, shit, a couple more guys go out. Yeah. A couple guys get shot, basically. Um, but yeah, like you're saying, it, it ends up with just Christopherson and Jan Michael Vincent chasing him and they run into the oil field. Yeah, plus his, uh, the guy you said, the other uh, Andrew Stevens, Andrew Stevens. Yeah. Yeah. He's the, he's there too. He's helping out. Yeah. And they shoot one dude. They like shoot one of Christopherson's dudes like at the edge of the oil field. And then it's just like, it's running around the red barrels and we can shoot him, but not really. Yeah. Until Christopherson like climbs like the big giant oil drum. I yes. don't know what container or whatever the fuck it yeah. is and it's on top of it and they're like don't shoot this whole fucking place will explode but he's everything a, is red barrel he's not following that rule because <laughs> as soon as he gets to the top he's just like red barrel <laughs> red barrel <laughs> yep and it's just shooting i i thought the other guy what's his name again? andrew stevens andrew stevens i thought he died he did I, oh yeah I, he, he, I, he was hiding behind up. something and, he was hiding behind red barrels yeah and i thought we saw like, him at the end though no no i, I don't he, think he so died. Okay. Okay. i think he exploded nah, he right. did okay but yeah, it's just like, it's a lot of like shooting at red barrels. Things are exploding. The whole rest of the vigilante town crowd has showed up and it's like, oh, there was like 40 of them. Yeah, it's weird that all of a sudden there's a whole gang of them like, hey, mm-hmm. where have you been? Like, we just had a massive shootout and we could have used your help. They <laughs> we had to probably could have suppressed this. But uh, no, there. Uh, Jan Michael Vincent is basically like, fuck this town. And, you know, they're just shooting at each other. And... <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not entirely sure on the series of events how it happens at the end. Jan Michael Vincent shoots Chris Christopherson in the shoulder and he explodes <laughs> is how it happens. 
I don't know why it happens, but I know that's what happened yeah. because I was like, I made a joke earlier, like uh, that Chris Christopherson was a red barrel himself and he right. was going to explode when he <laughs> yeah. was shot right. because he's wearing this dumb red band <laughs> right. uniform <Yes>. still. <laughs> right. And lo and behold, he yeah. gets shot mm. and he explodes yeah. and then the tank explodes yeah. and then the rest of the refinery explodes. Everything just I starts just, cascading and... I, I just love that his last words, because Jan Michael Vincent's like, you can surrender. We don't have to do this. And he's, he's like, like, you I've, lost this war. He, yeah, and he's like, I've never lost a war. Yeah. And we're like, mm. weren't you a... You were a nam. I mean, <laughs> lost. I mean, you came home. I That's mean, a personal victory, yeah. but... Well, I mean, I don't know if I yeah. would go so far as to say <laughs> lost. Yeah. Define Ab- one. Abandoned? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. Sure. But yeah, he says that, and then he gets shot in the shoulder right. and explodes. Yep. And yes, yeah. Then the entire oil field goes up. And yeah, that town's fucked. Yes. Mm-hmm. That town has no income mm-hmm. left. It'll be safer now. The factory now. closed down. <laughs> the oil refinery's like, gone. It Look, it's for the best. That That town was beyond saving i mean they could have called the national guard they could have they should have they didn't they no. could have they I don't should know. still yeah. call the national guard and you know it yeah, probably would have ended the town like, up it would have ended up like Rivertown, and they just went got aborted in and the the national guard would just wait for them to come out to kill them yeah mm. yeah but yeah it, it blows up and jen mark vincent's kid shows up in her uncle sam outfit and gives he, him a hug and he picks her up and walks through the crowd and then the closing credits roll over firemen trying to put out this oil fire <laughs> yep <laughs> i don't think they knew how to put out that oil fire yeah no it's probably why the camera kept rolling they're like look at this shit <laughs> but yeah th- this movie you get out quick mm-hmm. it's just like chris christopherson exploded and that's it mm-hmm. your movie is done <laughs> yeah doesn't matter what happens to this town it's done <laughs> That one brother killed the other brother with an explosion. Yep. <laughs> Which I will say is better than I thought we were going to get. I thought we were going to get some bullshit fist fight. And, and then, then he was going to get arrested yeah. or something. Or yeah. just like, I, I, I can't fight you, brother. Or, you know, just mm. something dumb like that. I didn't I didn't expect no. him to get shot and explode. I expected like the uh, the really bad like 70s, like bright fluorescent red squibs. You know, just like oh, one yeah. of those like slow-mo like. Whoa. No, they save those for the chickens. Yeah. Yeah. Right, that man, that chicken shot, and that one real guy funny the, too, because like the, the they just put dummy chickens and pulled them over with wire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was hey, also at that, least it wasn't real chickens. Yes. True, yeah. There was also that fluorescent squib, like in the very first Donnie Brook. Mm, yeah, like somebody shoots a, somebody to death, and I was like, holy shit! Mm-hmm. Way to start strong, I guess. Yeah, but then it just continued on like a regular fight somehow. Yeah, yeah. And guns were no big deal then. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, that one guy got shot, but but that gun only has six bullets, so what are you going to do? Shoot five more <laughs> I mean, of us? also, he's dead, but, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, he got shot in the gut. He's probably fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the most recoverable gunshot sure. wound. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, this movie's over. Yeah. All done. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Stargrove, mm-hmm. but holy hell, uh, there's some driving around music for the first, like, third of this movie that is just catchy as shit. <laughs> And jaunty jingling jangling and inappropriately music. timed banjo music yeah <laughs> like wh- why is it so jangly and happy when he's driving away from the um away from the ranch oh yeah yep Th- there's no reason for it that some it, music some supervisor of it was misplaced, smoking but... too much weed 
they made this movie in 30 days, so they didn't have time to yeah. pick where they were putting the banjo music, I guess. It feels a bit rushed. Mm-hmm. The Some... opening especially just feels like a bunch of scenes where like, it feels like, okay, maybe we should film something that ties these together, but no, See, they I don't really think, don't. I don't think those scenes were supposed to be there because those felt like setups from the middle part of the movie when mm-hmm. there were other bar fights and stuff going on and they just spliced them at the beginning because like the camera setups are the same and you know because i mean it really starts with a dude getting dragged down the bar <laughs> like it's not just a bar fight yeah, like they're literally dragging a dude down a bar that's, it's a real lazy bar drag though oh, yeah but still yeah. There, anytime it, you drag however, someone down a bar it was there's pretty a realistic. lot of dudes getting rock bottomed though oh yeah oh yeah because yeah. dudes will some for some reason jump in the air at a guy who just grabs them and is like oh there's a table smash yeah there's yeah. also the one dude get, that gets gloriously thrown into the the mirror over the bar oh, he got just like out of a t-shirt yeah. cannon. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, that dude just goes yeah. flying yeah and, and he's like dressed like Mario. He's like red, yeah. primary red and blue colors. And we're like, yeah, he's it's like a red, red I'm a dead. shirt and blue overalls. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> that was some real fine uh, naked lady art over that bar, though, too. Mm-hmm. I was just saying, like, it wasn't like a poster. It was like an actual, like, oil painting. Yeah. Yeah. It was classy. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was real classy. Real classy. But yeah. Yep. That's Vigilante Force. Yep. I'll read it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it three jocks. I think it's very entertaining. Um, I, I think some things miss the mark. Uh, I think it drags a bit in the second act where you're just like, what is this movie doing? And I think that Jan Michael Vincent never gets appropriately angry. Like nope. he does some murdering and does make his brother explode at the end, but he's never just like seething rage and trying to hold it back. He just, even in that confrontation on his porch coming back from the funeral, he's, Almost affable. He's just like, yeah, well, you got me, you know. He's the Michael Dudikoff of the 70s. Yeah. Yeah. Like, everything that should be sold better isn't. Yeah, it's it's strange. Um, so that that's a little disappointing, but there's a lot of stunts and shit happening in this, and it's it's pretty good. I mean, this is this is a fun little movie. It's it's not something on a grand scale. It's not a it's not an A picture. It's not mm-hmm. something that you're just gonna be like, man, you gotta check that out. But this is this is fun. You could do worse. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And and there are a lot of movies like this. Obviously, Bucktown, like we talked mm-hmm. about, but it's I I don't quite remember. I don't remember what we said about Bucktown, but I I remember Bucktown. Man, that fight at the end's really good. In yeah, Bucktown. I I just remember Bucktown just giving us more of what we wanted. But mm-hmm. that's you know it's black black exploitation, so of course it does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this this is like that, but without all of the, <laughs> all of the, just the the cool dialogue and stuff that we like. So. But yeah, three jocks. Good job. Hmm. I think I can only go two. I mean, I it's it it redeems itself at the end by just everybody shooting everything and going nuts with that. But yeah, there's a lot of just meandering in the middle, and it's like just biding time to get to the end. Mm-hmm. But man, Chris Christopherson's a piece of shit. He really and is. He does a really good Sells job being yeah. a piece of shit really well. But it's it's kind of like, yeah, he gets blown up good, but you you want worse for how shitty he is yeah. and like just pointlessly killing the girlfriend like for no reason. Like it, you know, it's like it's like, like in other movies I can play like Fast and Furious 8 or Fate of the Furious, whatever the fuck it was, whichever, like where they just kill one character just because mm-hmm. like they it's like we're just going to do this to piss off the hero even more. And it's like. Yeah, but why would you do that? 
it, like, why would you make this person even more eager to just fucking wreck you? Yeah. And that's exactly what this movie does is it's it's just motivating Jan Michael Vincent for no reason. Yeah. He doesn't need to do any of this stuff. No. Yeah. Yeah. Christopherson just needs to let him know that he won and he can murder him at any time. And that's it. Like, you yeah. don't have to keep doing these things. Yeah. You take away everything from him, and he's like, well, I got nothing to lose. I'm going to have to murder mm-hmm. you now. So, Yep. It's weird. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's two jocks. It's still, like we said, there's there's some fun to be had here, and you can certainly do worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we gave Bucktown straight fours, by the way, mm. just, I, for, just for reference. Justified. Okay. I think I'm going to agree with Mackie. Two jocks. Um, there's a lot of stuff that is really fun in this, you know, like, Chris Christopherson being a good villain. Shitty. Um, Shitty. Just beardy and shitty. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Greasy and shitty. But there's also like, there's some pacing issues. A lot of it feels like a movie, a stuntman trying to kind of make a serious movie. And we should have stuck to a lot more stuntmanning and a lot more people getting wrecked. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just like Jan Michael Vincent doesn't do a whole lot except for stand around and look kind of mildly annoyed at some points, but then for the rest of the movie, mostly just okay with all these atrocities that are happening in town. Um, it's just, it's just all right. You know, you should probably watch it for the stunts, and if you like, you know, skinny bearded men, then. In in few shirts, then Chris Christopherson is gonna do the thing for you. Um, but yeah, two jocks. Chris Christopherson doesn't look like he works out when he doesn't have a shirt on. It looks like he doesn't eat. Right, right, right. Yeah. It looks like he worked out five or six years ago for about six months. Yeah, he's and very then, proud of not wearing a shirt, but it's yeah. just like no, he eats cigarettes instead of food. <laughs> A, a starve is born. <laughs> oh, so my diet in my early twenties. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta go with the two. I, I'm so close to going giving it a three. And but at the end of the day, I if I if I was giving it a three, it's because I think the stunt work in this is so fucking good. It is pretty. And good. I can't. But I can't in good conscience. Like JMV is not the guy you want in the role. You know, no. for this yeah. and. I just think if like it, I don't necessarily dislike him, you know, as an actor. I just think he's wrong for this. He um, wasn't strong enough as an actor to right. pull this role off. Yeah, and so you know, I think he's got somewhat of a presence on in movies, but it's like he's just he's too stone faced in this to like properly convey the like all the terrible shit that's happening to him, and it just it kind of ends up like making you pissed off because it's like. You should be more pissed. Yeah, yeah. You, you're like I, I'm like, I, like you know, I, I have sympathy pissness. <laughs> like, uh, you know, do, do, do what pissness, pissedness, sympathy anger. Sim- nah, I like pissness. <laughs> Merry pissness, everyone. Pissness. <laughs> it's my pissness. Don't tell me how to talk. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. It's just like, but man, the stunt work in this is really fucking good. It's mm-hmm. strong. But yeah, the movie itself is a two jocks. Like it's. Like I said, I almost want to give it because, like, man, there's just the, those Donnie Brooks stunts and the people, like you said, the people getting rock bottomed into the tables constantly. Mm-hmm. Like some of that shit is really good. And there's there's a couple like stuntman falls. It's just like, oh, god damn. Like, yeah. 
Like there, there's weird like parts. Dude's getting kicked in the face. We didn't even really mention it, but like when when Christopherson's like shooting the bazooka towards the end, or the zook, as the kids say, it. the zook, um, the zook. Um, they're just they're like running into random buildings, and then they're like, "Oh shit, we're in this building. He's about to zook it, so we should like dive out of the third story window." <laughs> yeah, you know, into onto a truck and shit, yeah. and it's like there's just like crazy stunt work. Yeah, that one stunt where the dude jumps onto like the the tin roof yeah. of the stairway and Rusted. just rolls down it, and then yeah, the, the, lands on a car underneath. Yeah. That's supposed to be Jan Michael Vincent. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, his hair grew like four inches, but you know. Yeah, yeah but whoever that fucking yeah. stunt man was. Yeah, that's a hell of a stunt. Bravo, yeah. sir. One guy goes off a, a, a refinery tower. Oh, uh, yeah. Real high, too. Like, that's a. And they stick with that fall. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But no, I'm just like, Hooper I said, would have I, done it. I just. Yes. Hooper man, would have done like, it. movie overall. Like, I always want to give an extra jocks for stunt work, but I can't do it. It's yeah. just like. It's unfortunate. And I got to say, this the, the art on the Blu-ray, this is one of the original posters, but this is shockingly accurate. Like, this is not overblowing the events of the movie. Like, every little yeah. Yeah. vignette that's happening on that is something that happened. Yeah, unlike most movies like yeah. this. Yeah, this one is one's like both both original artworks are pretty good. Yeah, they had two great posters for this in 76, and they couldn't decide on which one to use. And they're both really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. I mean, one's doing... Uh, I mean, I'm not knocking Victoria Principal, but it's doing... It's being a little generous with her. It is, on, yeah. On the, on it's the artwork. Like, hey, check this out. But yeah. Some real good explosions in this yeah. movie as well. So yeah. Especially that one man. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was, yes. that was pretty good. That man. All right. Well, let's take a break, shall we? All righty. All right, welcome back. Hey, 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 hey bring the energy up. Yeah. Hey, 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 Correct. I mean, you want the real hey, 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 uh, I did my Halloween thing of watching Poltergeist and The Thing, oh, which okay. are which are my jams. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are still fantastic five star movies. Okay. Um, I mean, to that end, I watch Rocky Horror because that's my, okay. that's my thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. But fuck, if you don't know, you don't know. So that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I don't really have anything to say about those other than The Thing's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- those two movies to me are just like. I, I can't believe they came out like two weeks apart and they're the best. Like mm-hmm. just they, they both speak to me. And in terms of like the, the thing about those two movies that I love the most is just the insane amount of creativity going on. It is just unbounded creativity happening where it's just like, do whatever. It's probably not going to make sense. Just do whatever. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll try to tie it together at the end. And it's like, yeah, you, you kind of did it. Um, so can I confess something to you? Yes, you can. I have not seen Poltergeist since like 1984 on VHS, and I remember barely anything about it. You should watch Poltergeist again. I probably should. It's really good. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying I've to. Heard, <laughs> I've I, heard that they move the gravestones, but not the graves themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Correct. Yeah. You're right. But no, I I just I I need that's one that keeps like slipping off my radar. 
I mean, it's no, it's no offense. I like Poltergeist fine. It's 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 definitely the best Toby Hooper movie. I, I just don't think that guy clicks. It's for actually me. Steven Spielberg. Well, yeah, whatever. That I know. I know. There's a lot of talk about who actually directed. It that is movie. his. It is Toby Hooper's best movie. But I just don't like his style. I, there's okay. something about like something about like it, it's like the Hellraiser guy, like Clive Barker. I just don't get like something about their energy doesn't work for me. There are some really good Toby Hooper movies. Okay, um, he's eclectic. Like his his. There's not really a sense of style with Toby Hooper. He's kind of a journeyman. Like I will come in and direct your movie. Right. Um, because, you know, I mean, Poltergeist is Spielberg style all mm-hmm. over it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to get into who directed that or who didn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just it is. I, I just think Poltergeist is such a well-crafted story that l- gives itself so much time to breathe. And then just crazy shit happens. Just mm-hmm. fucking crazy shit. And like to this day, no one's really come up with any kind of like, we're going to one up Poltergeist. Like, we're going to come up with even more crazy shit in a ghost story. It's always just like, yeah, it's ghost stuff. Do you like Poltergeist? Maybe you like Poltergeist 2. Poltergeist 2 sucks. Maybe you like Poltergeist 3. Sucks even worse. <laughs> Maybe you like remake <laughs> of Poltergeist. Sam Rockwell Poltergeist. Nah. <laughs> Maybe you'll like Poultry Ghost. <laughs> no. No? Okay. No, I don't. Um, so anyway. We talk, I talk about those every mm-hmm. year. Right. Um, so the thing I do want to talk about is that I'm going back and you know clearing stuff off the DVR as I do. So movie choices are always random. Uh, I watched Justice League. Okay. The League of Justice. Yeah. So, okay. To, to set things up, I admit that I kind of like Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the extended version, which is the only one I've seen of Batman v Superman. Um I, I kind of give those movies a pass, even though they have ridiculous flaws to them. Uh, Wonder Woman is terrific. Obviously, that is a fantastic that is that is like the pinnacle of this new DC era that they're doing. It's Wonder Woman and then everything else is way below that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like anything else DC has done. And that mm-hmm. includes Justice League there. <sighs> it's not a very good movie, though. But man, Wonder Woman's intro sequence is yep. fucking rad. Yep. Yes, it is. Yes. Um, other than that, it's like it's a giant fucking steaming pile of mess. It's it's a train wreck of a movie. And I understand why I understand the the chaos behind the scenes. And I'm not going to get into a whole Zack Snyder this or that or anything. I just I so don't care about that argument. Um, it's it's just a it's just a giant fucking mess of a motion picture. It just it's not cohesive in any way. And because it. Okay. Unless you were just completely oblivious to movie news, you the thing that you know about this movie is that they digitally removed Superman's mustache. <laughs> yeah. You know that they had to do reshoots and they removed his mustache and his face is going to look weird. What I don't understand is that it seems like the character of Superman was in the original script for two minutes. And then they went back and they filmed 20 more minutes of stuff with him mm-hmm. because just about every scene is a weird digital fucking chaos thing where his face looks like it might just leap off his skull at any moment because it's fake. He doesn't look real and it's distracting as shit. And it's the first thing you see in the movie, like right just Superman's face. And you're just like, the fuck is wrong with him? And it, it's such a silly thing to focus on, but it is the weirdest, dumbest looking thing because they, they don't try to hide it. They put his face just the full frame anytime he's on screen. I, I just 
it's it's a the rest of the movie is a digital mess like no mm. one like street scenes people who are just in us on a street corner somewhere are so obviously in a studio surrounded by green shit like they're not even in streets like streets are everywhere you can fucking film a street scene anywhere mm-hmm. and they don't do that um so that's there's this huge disconnect where it's just like you can tell when characters like when actors weren't on the set together and they're just in you know it's it's like some of that avenger stuff where you could tell like they only had paul rudd for a day and they yeah. found you know it's just stuff doesn't match so the thing i thought i was going to dislike the most about this film is actually something i didn't mind at all um it i was going to say that it wasn't fair to throw the flash and cyborg into this without giving them origin stories mm-hmm. Uh, it was going to seem disingenuous to to try and do that. But I think they do a good job with what little time they give them throughout this movie to make you give a shit about them. I liked those two characters yeah. by the end of it. Sure. I mean, the characters are fine, but God, you want to talk about digital mess, like everything about Cyborg. Oh, yes. It's just like it's just a man's face floating around it, some sort of silver. Except it doesn't even look like a real person. I no. mean, I know he is, but it's like yeah. what they do to him. It's like he's not. He's not famous enough that, like, I can go, like, well, okay, it's weird, floaty CG face of this guy. Yeah. Like, Henry Cavill isn't super famous other than, like, you know, it's like, now we know him as Superman. Right. You know, from a couple of movies, but it's like, at least, like, him, it's like, well, all right, I've seen his face enough that I can tell this looks weird. That was just like, well, you picked a guy I don't even really know. I've not seen him in anything, and, like, you just made him this, like... Yeah. Like, was uh, the actor amor- only a face? Amorphous blob <laughs> thing. Yeah. Know? that That's unnerving yeah. and, and bad. Um because like even his hand when he does stuff oh, is completely not real and it's it's weird. Yeah, they should have just let him stay in the the jumpsuit the whole time, yeah. his little tracksuit. Um, so I, I didn't mind that. I, I felt like by the end those sure. two characters deserve to be there. But the the thing about Justice League that that I think of all the things that irritated me the most is that. So I understand that character types in fiction are limiting, like you just don't have that many character types. Mm-hmm. I also understand that between the two comic worlds, you have very similar personas between the two, but we call them knockoffs. Yeah, but it's it just this movie just struck me. And whether it was intentional or not, it just seemed like, OK, the Flash is Spider-Man. He's that same nerdy, awkward, wants to impress everybody kind of thing. Uh, they've turned uh, Bruce Wayne into Iron Man. He's just I got all the money and I'm quippy, you know, and this version of Aquaman is Thor. He's just big and badass, and he's got a good sense of humor about things he just doesn't understand. And it it's just it's distracting that there's only a couple of characters in this, which is basically Cyborg and Wonder Woman, who aren't similar to something else in the Marvel universe. Captain America. Captain America. Wonder Woman's exactly Captain America. They're doing the same thing with her too, like with the fish out of like the time person out of time thing. I mean, kind Even of. Except that she lived through it, so she should. Yeah. Be, she should be more hip to modern things. <laughs> yes. Except yeah. for the time she was on Themyscira, but it's like, yeah. Okay, you've been there since the 1910s yeah. into real world. She she felt different enough to me to not right. make that connection, mm-hmm. but for the rest of it just felt like, yeah, I, I get it. But he's just doing Spider Man. He's just doing Thor. Um, I will say it made me excited for the the Aquaman movie by I, itself i think that's gonna be good i mean just the aquaman stuff in this was pretty cool yeah like it was just i'm into this let's see more of this um but yeah just man what a what a fucking mess like how how is the dc universe so bad at this 
Like they have just as many things they could be doing. Because they don't have a Kevin Feige or Feige or how you say his name. Yeah. Yeah. Feige. It's not, I don't <laughs> think it's Feige. I think it's, it's like Feige. Feige. Uh, yeah. I Feige. Either way, yeah. they just they keep having different people trying to run it and they pick the wrong people. Yeah. And they also they said, oh, man, look at what Marvel did and just tried to microwave it. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't let the they didn't let the stew simmer. They didn't take the time they needed to develop all the stuff. They just, no, we need to go need to have Batman and Superman team up. Yeah. You know, they like they just had to get to too much too quickly. And it just doesn't. It doesn't work the way the Marvel movies work. Yeah. Where like it. it I mean, how many movies did it take before they got to Avengers five, six, something like that? There were two Iron Mans, a, a Captain America, a Thor, a Credible Hulk. That's it. Yeah. And yeah. here it was like the second movie in their universe. They're like, all right. And they didn't third, really get one of them in half the characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Third, they were like, you know, teamlessable. No, fourth, if you count Wonder Woman. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. And they did it after Suicide Squad, which was just like this B tier, like, who the fuck are these people? Mm-hmm. Like, right. n- the common man is not familiar with any of these characters. Like, what is this? Well, har- people know Harley, Harley Quinn. Sure. But-, but I mean, like, you know. Yeah. I- it, it, yeah. They just. I hate to say it, but like they had one shot at it mm-hmm. and they blew it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, at this point, like. Like, keep the Wonder Woman universe going. I'm interested to see what they do with Aquaman. F- fix the rest of the shit. Just like, yeah. I mean, they don't, even, they don't necessarily have to recast to, as far as I'm concerned. I mean. I mean, I think you could keep Henry Cavill and just you need a soft Superman. I reboot. think I think from what I understand, he's gone. Like oh, really? they lost the option to him or what? Like his contract yeah. expired. OK, well, I, I, I think that's whatever. The case. It's a, just, I mean, it's I, just a fucking sure. Mess. I know. But it's plus there's all the constant rumors of Ben Affleck being having anything more to do with this. Yeah, because like, they can the standalone Batman movie with him. And, right. Yeah. And I, I kind of like him as Batman, but not as like the. He gets more jokey Ben Affleck-y in this than, you know, yeah. in, in Batman v Superman. He was fucking just grumpy. Oh, yeah. And, you know, just... I, well, I, now, now he's got friends. <laughs> Super friends, if you will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Batman and Friends. Uh, <laughs> but, man, like, this, this just... It ends with all the usual DC CG bullshit. And I swear to God, there was a good, like, minute of the chaos at the end that there wasn't an actual human in it was just the batmobile skidding around doing dumb shit and like there were no actual humans involved in any part of this when they bring on the fucking like bat spider thing (laughs) climbing up the fucking walls i was like the fuck is going on right now (laughs) yeah yep yeah i was like oh good batman has a giant metal spider too yeah well you know you get that you get the john peters guy out of the way and you can just get all the metal spiders you want Wait, um, no, he's the guy that wants the metal spiders. I know, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the filmmakers kept yeah. denying him his, his mouth. You're right. Um, the only other good thing about it really is that I appreciate that Danny Elfman both used his Michael Keaton, Ke- Michael Keaton Batman theme in various places. Oh, really? You get you get a, a touch of that. Uh, not like blaring, not oh, okay. in your face. It's kind of just a motif that you get every once in a while. Uh, he also uses John Williams Superman music at one point in a really interesting creative way hmm. it is not a triumphant bit it is a oh it's, it's a sad minor key version of it yeah it's the the sad team america version 
So I, I, I like the, the weird bit they do with Superman in the middle of this. I think that's an interesting thing that they toss aside after seven minutes. I honestly don't. I remember almost nothing about that movie. Okay. Well. And I, I tried to fall asleep to it on the plane one time when I was <laughs> flying back from Mexico. They gave me those little TVs and I was like, oh, Justice League, I plan to take a nap. So let's put that on and see if I can remember any of this hot mess. Yeah. And I, I really just stayed awake to see the Wonder Woman intro sequence because it's fucking rad. It, it feels is. like it was directed by someone else. Yeah. It might have been. real good. Because didn't, didn't Whedon come in and yeah. clean up that movie? Yeah, he did. I mean, that but, almost feels like maybe he did that scene. But except, see, it's also... Well, except, except for the gross camera shots, which feel totally yeah. Zack Snyder-y. Yeah. It's, um... I don't know. It, it, uh, people either seem to think they know or say they know that they can tell which scenes were directed by which person and it's like that scene ruined this that part ruined and i'm like i don't know how you're doing that i i'll never understand like dc cinematic universe fans there are a like there are a bunch that like it's like they're speaking another language from me (laughs) like i i don't understand like all of their like they're Give me the Snyder cut, it. all yeah. this stuff. Like, I'll talk DC shit, but they, I can admit that the movies are fucking garbage. Like, I will talk some well, DC like knowledge about you. They have Stockholm syndrome yeah. or something because yeah. they're like, no, well, it's actually secretly genius because of it. And it's like, no, it's are not. you sure? Yeah, are you really sure? I mean, for better or worse, you can you can say I'm not a fan of the Marvel movies or whatever, but there is a through line. There is there is connectivity. There is themes that are reoccurring. There's consistency. In those things. Now, it, none of it fault. ever feels half-assed. Yeah. Ever. Oh, yeah. They feel well thought out and and planned. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess that then leads to some people's, some people's complaints of them feeling too samey, which yeah. I can get. It's a formula. <laughs> yeah. But like the DC, I mean, and I get it. You go into a DC movie and it's like, well, I don't know what this is going to be, yeah. except that there's going to be a whole bunch of CG bullshit at the end. But the rest of it, you're like, I don't know what this is going to be. So if you're a fan of... I don't know what I'm getting for my money. I guess I could see why you might be a fan of the DC universe, but it's like, no, your chances are you're going to get shit. Like they're going to shit all over stuff you like. And for some reason you're going to defend it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> it's, it's not good. Did you watch anything else? <laughs> no, that was it. That was it. Yeah. All right. I have one interjection before yeah. before we move on to I think you're ginning up some emails over there. Um, I've been been listening to uh, Mark Marin's WTF podcast, trying to catch up from like several years ago. Um, I just listened to his interview with Peter Bogdanovich, uh-huh. and that is fascinating as shit. Um, there's a bunch of interesting sort of uh, mid-century Hollywood shit that he talks about, and um, he does a really good Orson Welles impersonation. Yeah. Uh, he's sp- apparently... Uh, he just hung was, out with Orson Welles all the time. Yeah. Um, like, was really close to, <laughs> to Welles. Um, but there's a lot of interesting stuff in there. And I I don't think I've ever seen a single thing that Peter Bogdanovich has done. But I'm probably going to seek some out now because it sounds like it might be fascinating shit. But the interview is really good. So yeah. um, I have forgotten what episode it is. Uh, I will look now. It is episode 632, I believe. Marin has a big back catalog. I was going to say, holy shit. Yeah. Like, does he just have 12 minutes in him and he just goes to his shed and does a show? Um, No, it's like an interview with a celebrity a week. Okay. Um, 
sometimes they're kind of minor celebrities, but um, it's you know about an hour a week. Okay, uh, so th- it's a lot. Hmm. <laughs> um, not too long ago, I listened to the episode where he interviewed President Obama, and that was really cool I as well. When he did that, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that particular one, I just think. Uh, if you're a fan of that age of Hollywood, you would be you would be really interested to listen to it. He's got an interesting perspective. So, uh, episode 632 of the WTF podcast, Peter Bogdanovich. So, have you listened to 632 episodes? No, I've probably listened to a hundred and something okay. of them because are not the, all of his back catalog. Yeah, is I was going to say, are the older ones paid or whatever? Yeah, the older ones you have to sign up for a podcast premium site thing. Oh. We should get in on that. Yeah. Mm. And our hot older catalog mm. make people pay for it. Is it like our MILF mm. catalog? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. Our cougar log. Right. Cougar log. There it is. Cougar log. Star date. <laughs> 2009. <laughs> the Swedish cougar log. And anyway, I just wanted to, to briefly mention that because it was fascinating to me. Thank you for your time. You're okay. very welcome. You're welcome. So you guys want an email? Yes. Love an email. Oh, please. An email that you didn't read last week? Yes. Yes. I, I wasn't one here. of those. Or, or two weeks ago, whenever it was that I was not I here. don't remember. Okay. <laughs> Timing is, is an illusion. It, it is. Yeah. Uh, this one's from Jay from Vegas. It's titled, Old Movies on the Big Screen, y'all. <laughs> I, don't, do? I don't know if that was the accent he was going for, but y'all, whenever y'all. he says, whenever everyone says y'all. That's all I can think. Okay. It says, hey, BMF crew. Hi. Jake is here. Hi. <laughs> and I'm sure I've mentioned the crazy ways casinos here try to draw people into theaters. And I found a casino-based theater in North Vegas that has weekly showings of old movies. <laughs> Since it's spooky month, they're showing horror-themed movies. And I've already been seeing the 1978 <laughs> Halloween and Beetlejuice. Who plans to see The Shining on Halloween. So with the Christmas season coming, what films would you consider mandatory for this theater for the Christmas season? <laughs> Keep in mind, they're kicking it off with Home Alone the day before Thanksgiving, so I feel like they got a strong start. Also, before I forget, for some reason, I thought you guys had a discussion on King Diamond, which led me to question in Harlow about him contributing to Mandy's soundtrack on Twitter, but it was another podcast that had the King Diamond conversation, so my apologies for the confusion. <laughs> Crash and Burn J, sent from my Casio keyboard pre-programmed to play a non-copyright infringement version of the Halloween theme. Yeehaw. Thank you. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. Jay does not have that accent. I don't know who oh. I don't know who King Diamond is. I mentioned that King Crimson has a song over the opening credits. Oh. That's a bit different. King Diamond. King Crimson, as in I'm, like, you know, in the court of the Crimson King. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Kanye West sampled him in power. Anyhow. I believe that King Diamond is also a band. Okay. I'm not familiar with sure. that. Hmm. Jingle All the Way. I like Jingle All the Way. Oh, you should no, not. That bad. You should watch that again because that, that movie I've watched it within sucks. the last five years. That movie's it is bad, pretty bad. dumb. That movie's bad, bad. You should listen to our Bamcast Extra episode about it where we tell that movie to go fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't listen to our podcasts. That They're movie. all terrible. Well, we're not, you're not on that one, so you can listen to it. <laughs> Oh, you know, God. you said you don't listen to it because you don't want to listen to yourself, but you're not there. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert, I don't want there. to listen to you guys either. Oh, okay, fine. I don't I'm like going to say mandatory for Christmas. Gremlins. Gremlins. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Gremlins so on the know. big screen would be fun in a theater. Yeah. Die hard. 
I know. Yeah, I was gonna mm. say I know it's like super cliche, but Die Hard. It's Die How Hard. This any excuse to see Die Hard in a theater again would be fucking rad. How about this though? What Die Hard Two? Also a Christmas movie. Yeah, but not as good. Mm. Not as good. Yeah, they, but yes, not as cliche. No one's out there arguing that but Die Hard Two is a Christmas movie. Why do we movie? have to hipster fight like, oh, I was in this Christmas <laughs> movie before saying. anybody else was? I'm just saying. Maybe everyone's tired of Die Hard. Have you seen Die Hard 2? <laughs> How many people have seen Die Hard in a theater in like the last 30 years? I mean, that's what I'm asking. Mm. If they're doing it on film, I would definitely sure. well, go probably see not. It's probably Fathom Event type Blu-ray yeah, production. It's, it's, yeah. yeah, satellite broadcast. Yeah. Um... I mean, there's nothing wrong with doing classics. Like, I mean, people people would probably go see It's Wonderful Life if you throw it on a big screen. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, there's never anything wrong with doing some of that. Scrooged, maybe. Ooh, I, Scrooge. I think that's a good call because yeah. uh, people sleep on Scrooge. Yeah, Scrooge. Yeah, yeah. Scrooge um, is awesome. I think seeing National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with a crowd would be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. Especially because you'll get that murmur of, oh, Julie Louise Dreyfus is in this. I like her. <laughs> She's on that show I like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, old people definitely pr- would pronounce it the Louise. Yes. Yes, exactly. That's Randy Quaid. He's insane. <laughs> he that, lost they're, they're his not, mind. They're not keeping up that much. Yeah. <laughs> those oh. are the two things they know. No, that daughter was in the movie where they killed all those people. <laughs> With that guy from Cheers. <laughs> I like Cheers! Yeah. <laughs> you mean with the vampires? <laughs> hey, Ted Danson? <laughs> he was on Cheers. I like this skit. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> we have the best People skits. sitting behind me in the theater <laughs> watching Christmas Vacation. I don't remember her in a movie with Ted Danson. Mm, no. Was that the one where Whoopi Goldberg's her mother? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that movie yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. um elf yeah. elf yeah elf. elf would bring a crowd yeah i see i don't think it would i i think these movies really? i i think the movies that play at christmas year round wouldn't get a crowd because people know they can just turn on tbs and watch elf for 24 straight hours i guess i know i i, I mean doing the christmas story thing in the theater might like be unique i know you can watch 24 hours of it on tbs every year but I'm just saying, like twice a year, actually, because okay. they do it on the day after Thanksgiving. Also, hmm. really? Yeah, they mm. do it twice. So, I, I don't know. Let me consult a list of Christmas movies. Too. Yeah, I just what the more I look up Christmas movies, the more I'm like, there aren't that many good Christmas movies. Well, well shame black ones. You know they could play Prancer. Oh yeah, Prancer's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I still like your sequel title what? that showed up in Slack at some point. I don't even remember it now. It's Prancer 2. <laughs> Cancer. <laughs> <laughs> that was one where I just burst out laughing at work when as soon as I saw that. I don't, I, I don't even remember making that terrible joke. I remember it now. <laughs> I don't even remember why. Other than Prancer's fucking dead at the end of that movie. Yeah. Prancer <laughs> that, that regular ass fucking deer just ran off a goddamn cliff. He did, yeah. They're like, oh, Prancer went to heaven with Santa. It's like, yeah. no, he didn't. Yeah, no, that deer's dead. Prancer's at the bottom of a ravine. Off a mountain. That, Don't look, child. That venison is in a valley. <laughs> Let's go get it. Prancer's a stew now. Oh, fuck. Yep. Um... 
you know, I mean, some of the four Christmases, you and I really liked four Christmases. <laughs> that movie's fucking hilarious. I don't think I think people slept on that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, and I mean, I I know you hated it, but I I laughed at that stupid fucking Jamie Lee Curtis Tim Allen one. I'm sorry. No, that, I'm sorry. I no Christmas with the Cranks can fuck off. I, I don't know. There was shit in that really made me laugh. No. I'm sorry. No, that movie can fuck off. <laughs> when they've got the Botox, I, that scene was fucking hilarious. Yeah, but it was in the trailer. <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't see a fucking trailer. Yeah, who's so. seen the trailer for that? I, I don't know. People who watch trailers. <sighs> Kyle yeah. in the chat says Reindeer Games. Yeah, Reindeer Games was all right. <laughs> Santa's Slay. Is that what it was called? Yeah, Santa's yeah, Slay? Yeah, Goldberg yeah. movie. Yeah, Goldberg. <laughs> oh, Kiss yeah. Kiss Bang Bang is a Christmas mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, pretty much anything. Shane Black. You might as well yeah. put Lethal Weapon in Lethal Weapon, sure. Yeah. Um, or Santa, Long, Long, Long Christmas Carol. Long Kiss Goodnight. I'm sorry, wait. You all said the thing at once. What? <laughs> Let's I, go around. What I, I said say? Long Kiss Goodnight. Okay. I'm still doing Shane Black movies. Santa with Muscles. Santa with Muscles. Muppet Christmas Carol. Muppet Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Fred Claus. The other Vince Vaughn Christmas movie. Fred Claus. Had Luda Christmas in it. Yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> Man, did they fucking? I think that got taken off of Spotify. I gotta get ready for the Luda Christmas. Christmas? Yeah, I yeah. think that. I think I looked last year and it was like, where'd my Luda Christmas go? Oh no, Luda so, yeah. took it off. Spotify took it off because they they it's a war on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. But yeah, you should war uh, on Luda Christmas. Yeah, you should you should go and and listen to our Christmas in July, uh, Bamcast Extra run. There's some good Christmas recommendations in there um, and some ones to s- stay far away from. Mm. Like deck, some... deck the Halls, which can eat a dick. <laughs> dick the Halls. <laughs> I don't remember where I stood on that one. Is that the Matthew Broderick one? That's or... the him and Danny DeVito yeah. competing over the Christmas lights bullshit. Yeah, it was a little dumb. I think so. It was a lot dumb. All right. <laughs> like I said, I, 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 w- I think the thing is like I went in like fucking Christmas with the cranks and I was like, Everything about it pre pissed me off because mm-hmm. like the name and everything, and I was like, when I actually saw it, I was like, this isn't all that. Yeah, you gave it one bag. Huh. I gave it five bags. Fuck off. <laughs> whatever. Yes, whatever. I my main rant was from I believe from uh, fucking we just talked about it. Turbo Man bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, jingle all the way. Yep. Yeah, I went on a fucking rant about that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. I, I just I'm realizing I don't really like that many Christmas movies. Most of them are bad. Most of them. Mostly. Yeah. So I don't know. I like spooky month movies better. Yeah. I wish much I'd, more variety. I wish I'd planned because like there's so many like I usually watch the thing in Evil Dead Two and stuff and you know, some other movies. I just yeah. It came I, it came down to Halloween night. And I was like I really only feel like watching one movie tonight. I got home from work so late. That I, I almost missed all the trick or treaters, and then I was just like, I don't feel like watching Evil Dead tonight, which was weird. So I missed it for another year. I think how surprising it will feel next year when you watch it, because you will have gone so long. Yeah, in between. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Kyle. Love Actually. There's a Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm on the Love Actually train. Thank you. I watched it for the first time like a year or two ago. It's delightful. It is. It really is. It works. It shouldn't. It should be just rom com bullshit, but it fucking works. Well, four weddings and a funeral has always been better than. It's one of those things like you you mention it to somebody, then they probably haven't seen it, and they're like, Bleh. and then like, no, if you've actually seen it, it's kind of fucking great. Bleh. Yeah, that's the sound you make. <laughs> yeah, any movie that starts with the word "fuck" said about sixteen times in a row before any other words are said is a pretty good movie in my, my imagination. Kind of like, like Logan. 
Yes. He just says fuck for a while, then it, then the movie starts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> warm up the pipes. Yeah. <sighs> ah, Christmas. I like to warm up the pipes with a little fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that is that everything? Have we we've wrapped Check up all the things? I sure. think yeah. I think that's we've, we've covered some holiday classics that could or could not be seen on a big screen. Yep. Should be. So, how about some contact info? Well, Michelle? let me throw this at you first. If you are in the greater Orlando area or close enough to make the drive, um, this weekend, the 9th through eleventh of mm-hmm. November. Uh, Possibly all four of us on Saturday will be in the same building for hot pinball action at Free Play Florida at the beautiful Caribe Royale Resort <laughs> in Orlando, Florida. So um, come check us out. Uh, hit us up with a tweet if you are down there in the area and let us know. We will come look at your face in person. <laughs> it's true. We will. And we, we will, will look greet at your you. face. <laughs> we make no guarantees about anything else. No. I mean... But if you give BJ $1,000, he will take his shirt off. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Anywhere. Yes, that is an open challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Weddings, bar mitzvahs, funerals. The funerals, huh? The DMV. <laughs> yeah. Spicing up some funerals. <laughs> Look, man, 1000 bucks is 1000 bucks. I made my price. I'm going to live with it. Fair enough. But no, come, uh, come hang out with us if you like. Uh, we will be down there. We would be uh, overjoyed to see you, to see your faces in person. Mm-hmm. Just don't make it weird. Yeah, make it a little weird. Skosh. Skosh weird. Skosh weird. Because we'll make it a little weird. So, I mean, you got to Right, it's it already going to be a little weird. Oh, yeah. Just don't make it, like, You're gonna weird. You're going to get eight Just don't make it, arms around you. Don't make <laughs> yeah. it, like, weird. Yeah. Like beef? Well, I was doing, <laughs> I was doing a Scott Pilgrim thing. Oh, but, you know, oh I like, see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But um, if, you are, if you're down there, uh, send us a, a tweet at BMFCast on the Twitters. Or uh, you could email us, bmf at bmfcast.com, or you could uh, give us a call on the Garfield hotline, 910-5-JUX-BMF or 910-556-9263. We don't pick that up. We just let that go to voicemail all the time, but leave us a message and we'll get back to you, uh, probably Every in podcast form. We should just, like, pick it up. Just, like... I don't know how, so... Oh. I'm, I could. I'm not here in the room with it. I mean, technically, so. I could make you, it ring to you, a phone yeah. if I wanted oh, to. Yeah, make it just, ring. like, every once in a while, just, like, someone's calling in to leave a message and it's just like, hey. Hey. <laughs> You've reached the Bamfcast. You're on the air. No, yeah, go is... ahead. Like, please speak. You're, you're talking to the Bamfcast, like right now. This it's is me. I... I'm just listening. Go ahead and yeah. do your spiel. <laughs> we should open up the lines for a night. We could, like one one actual podcast night, and just open stop. Up... Like a call comes in, and we stop talking yeah, and take the just, call. Yeah. Okay. Just let let the lines sing. We could do that. That would be fun. Anyhow, um, <laughs> BMFcast.com is the website. Patreon.com/slash/BMFcast is where you can give us money. Um, to keep doing the things that we love to do. And we really appreciate all of your kind donations. Uh, we have done um, surprisingly well, better than I could ever have, have expected and hoped for. And uh, that's what keeps the lights on here in the studio, keeps uh, it keeps us able to do this without having to take more jobs to pay for, for BMF cast stuff. Yeah. And uh, also it provides you guys with extra content, which you see really seem to enjoy. So Keep on donating, donating, and we'll keep on giving you extra content and all that. And and that's about all I have to say. BMFcast.com. Cool. Let's get out of here, shall we? Okay. That's... I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is BMFcast out. <laughs> <laughs>